0: The following podcast is a dear media production. Oh, this hell
1: and my name. USDA organic made. Someone in your life throwing shade. May I suggest holding this shade On Instagram, it tells you mandate. So your friends know, hate, array. Loving life, learning, getting late. But some things keep retrograde. Yes, that's a retrograde. Yes, I guess it's a retrograde. That's us. Welcome <laughs> to the show.
2: I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. How's everybody doing? Why did I say that like
1: I'm Stephanie Simbari.
2: The moon is in Scorpio and life is hard. <laughs> I always do go into like underworld goddess mode in Scorpio. It's like, it's my darkest day of the month.
1: Is it? Mm hmm. Okay.
2: Isn't that interesting? I'm just like, okay, we're going to plunge to the depths now and we're going to. Like in my meditation this morning, I was really like,
1: I feel like you're always a gal who loves to plunge to the depths.
2: Yeah, but sometimes I'm, like, I'm more, like, adept at just, like, going down and, like, bouncing back up and being mm-hmm. like, oh, that was fun touching the bottom of the pool, and I'm, but I'm going to float up here with my friends. But, like, when the moon's in Scorpio, I'm like, what have we not worked through? And then I'm, like, in there, like, pulling shit out, and it's fucking way too intense. Well. Look, some of us have more intense burdens to carry as far as that is concerned, but I like to think I'm clearing it out for the greater good. You really
1: are. (laughs) You really are. Or at least that's what I'm telling myself. we've got quite a fun show today. Mm I'm going to do things a little bit different. Okay. We got a great number of questions Mm -hmm. from our dearest listeners, and we're just going to continue the trend. It's been a real summer (laughs) of being in conversation with with the community
2: at large on the show,
1: listener generated, because I feel like you guys have the best questions,
2: and also we—that's what we're doing it for,
1: for as you guys. opposed
2: to mm-hmm. us being lazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, we're look, not. it's summer, people are. Having more time to explore these things.
1: There's more of a relaxed attitude. I think it's a perfect yeah. uh, alignment situation. And what is this cool platform of a podcast if not to use it as a vessel of information for everybody mm-hmm. who's joining us mm-hmm. on this wild ass ride? That's what I'm saying. That is life. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so we have your questions, and then we have a friend of ours, Ian Edwards, stopping by later. He has a new special on Comedy Central, which is pretty much a big deal, mm-hmm. and we're going to chat with him. We thought we'd just like feature him. And You guys remember magazines,
2: right? In the <laughs> back where there was like a really cool person that the editor was like, you guys need to know about this person. That's where we are at with Ian.
1: We're a magazine. We're going to venture into print. You feel like that's the next medium.
2: We're going to keep doing podcasts actually, but instead of like doing what we do, we're just going to read a full magazine.
1: That's a cute idea. I like that. I like that
2: a lot. (laughs) Everyone just immediately falls (laughs) asleep and turns it off. Okay guys. It's been fun.
1: Okay. Um, okay. So we got a lot of questions from Instagram and via email. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to go through a few of them and see where it takes us. Okay. Are we ready? I feel like we need like a some music in the background. Perfect. Prince Ali, fabulous Exactly. Heat. Okay, so interesting <laughs> question. How do you find a fitness and wellness network in a new city, not LA?
2: Well, I'll just tell you what I personally did when I moved to LA. Tell us. Even though you're not asking about this city in particular, I think the uh, methodology is the same. As with anything in life, the way to find your Network, community, tribe, whatever you want to call it, is to look up what's around you and listen to what sparks. Your interest.
1: Follow the call. The call of your curiosity. The call of the ClassPass app. Exactly.
2: What's (laughs) conveniently located (laughs) in the proper amount of time near your home and is an exercise that you'd like to work out?
1: Go from there. It doesn't seem hellish. And if it's not, if you
2: don't have ClassPass where you are, because then maybe there's some smaller cities where that's not a thing, I think just like a gentle Google search, what looks cool, and just start going there. Like I have a friend that I made in a yoga class like the first week that I moved to LA.
1: Yeah. And I also think those people
2: stick when you're like, oh, you're just after the class, like chatting it up a little and just like being open to allowing people into your life. Yeah,
1: we talked about this a little bit um, in a previous episode about making friends in a new city is that instead of going to coffee or going to a bar, ask a friend to go on a hike or go check out a class and have it be like a group activity. Like Stephanie and I, you and I love a wellness date. And it's such a fun way to get to know somebody. It's like no pressure. You guys don't have to talk, but you can like have a good time and get a sweat on and, and feel great about how you spent that time.
2: 100%. So
1: I love this question because this is Always in my heart and soul. Best advice for being wellness curiate on a budget. Wellness what? Curious. Oh. Did, I, did I, am I talking? I don't know what that word was. Are we was. here, <laughs> Curious. Yeah. It is, what did I say?
2: You, wellness cur. it was like the, you short circuited. <laughs> oh,
1: I love this question because I think all of us are there. The biggest thing, I think first and foremost, to kind of spark that curiosity, a really fun thing to do is, and not to toot our own horn, but to find podcasts. A lot of times podcasts will have, and I'll speak for ours, in particular, like we'll have authors on our show. They're going to give you like the good sound bites, meat of their creations. Mm-hmm. So that saves money on having to buy a book.
2: I was just listening to the Lewis Holmes podcast with Dr. Joe Dispenza on it. And I'm like, listen to it. And then I was like, cause I was trying to debate if I wanted to buy the book or not. Mm-hmm. Listen to the show. And I was like, okay, I think it is a worthy investment, but yeah. it was really awesome to have that foundation of, oh, okay, this is someone that I do want to like invest more time into. Yeah.
0: A
1: lot of time, the key takeaways will You'll find those in those conversations. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good place to start. Yeah. And then a lot of times I'm seeing that different studios are going to be hosting different practitioners or other authors or other healers in this space for a group experience. And those tickets. I think you'll find are going to be more affordable than obviously like a one-on-one experience or like a smaller experience. That's a good point.
2: And to that about the studios is that a lot of yoga studios, this is maybe also to tag on that last question too, a lot of yoga studios in particular do like work for trade where like they need people to clean the mats and they need people to wipe the studio down and they need people just doing like the job of f- flipping the the class from the next to the other and they usually will do like if you are the person that does that they'll give you a bunch of classes per month depending on like how many hours you work like i know in la almost every studio has that program. Like a trade
1: option. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's also something just like they might not even be advertising it. But if you talk to the owner of the studio or one of the teachers and you're like, hey, do you guys do that? Nothing ever got worse by asking.
1: Exactly. And then also, and this is kind of across the board for all, you know, budget minded people. A lot of times, let's say you're looking to like get a facial Mm -hmm. or, you know, like body work or something along those lines. Usually around Groupon, you know, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and all of those times, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to buy packages that are going to last like an extended amount of months. True. I would, like, I always just keep a little list in my phone of like the little things that I want to invest in and I want to wait until there's going to be a promotion.
2: Look, I know that none of us want to be in more email <laughs> mailers, but if you pick. Wisely, who you want. You'll be like, every, you know, I know every month Shape House is like three sweats for $99. You know, they, they are all constantly doing promotional deals like that. Totally. So, so and just that's like, a really good deal for a place that normally a sweat is $55.
1: Exactly. So those little things, just like being a mindful shopper, yeah. signing up for those emails so you can be in the loop and like waiting until you know, across the board, it's like an understanding in the United States that everybody's going to ask for a promotion yeah. during this little window of time. Yeah. Those are my thoughts.
2: I need to know, can CBD be taken with an antidepressant? I would say, I don't know. My instinct would be to say yes, but I'm also someone who, when I was on antidepressants, like smoked weed, like aggressively. And all it ever did was serve to relax me and make me feel better and also make me kind of navigate you know what i was taking in a in a positive way so i want to say yes but i'm also not a doctor i do kind of caution against asking your doctor though because they don't necessarily know either
1: but i think that now you know there's a lot of various platforms and attention being put towards cannabis research mm. in a new way that it hasn't been before so yeah. i would um say check out platforms like Ms. Grass yeah or 7Space, that's SVN Space. Mm-hmm. They're really great resources for CBD and, and hemp products. Yeah. And look to them. You know, there's a lot of doctors coming forward. I know that Dosis, uh works with a doctor who's out of Seattle, I believe. That's right. And I think just like a quick internet research can bring you to some solid, reputable sources that can yeah. provide a little bit of insight. But I think that. You know, obviously we're not doctors, but what I will say is we're at an exciting time where this research is finally becoming available. Good point. And I think that we're going to have a lot more information about this as a a blanket activity. I
2: mean, my rogue advice is like, try and see what happens, (laughs) but I don't know if that's your vibe. Right, but... um, (laughs) Try it, see what happens. If you freak out, chain yourself to your bed until your nervous system calms down. Just breathe
1: through it. Yeah,
2: exactly. Oh, someone asked about my experience with muscle testing.
1: First, tell us what muscle testing is. You know
2: good question. Your body, it operates under the principle as far as I've learned that everything is energy, which we all can collectively agree on, and that your body through the energy of any one substance will be able to tell you through putting it in your hand and like testing the strength of your muscles to see how your body responds and also find out where your weaknesses lie. And then over time, you're kind of peeling back the onion of, where your body has the deepest level of issue, I guess. Like, And
1: NRT stands for nutritional response testing. Right. I don't know if we said that.
2: Yeah. So for me, you know, it started out with stuff with my eye. It started with like a liver backup. And we've just slowly been peeling back the layers of years worth of damage. I mean, I grew up next to a nuclear power plant. I was on Adderall for years. I have done a lot of things to my body that, you know, we move forward with health, but we never really go back and like peel back those layers and really do that like deep detox. And that's what I feel like my biggest experience with NRT has been as like a, is, has just been like a fucking cellular detox. And it's been taking, you know, I've been doing it for almost a year. It will be a year in October. And I definitely feel very healthy. Like, I feel like everything in my digestion is better than it's ever been. I got that question on Instagram recently, how am I dealing with my digestion? I feel like I'm taking, like, the correct enzymes finally because, you know, when you're like, oh, you just need a digestive enzyme and you just take something, you don't know if that's going to be what your body actually needs. And with this protocol, your body tells you if it likes it or not. So that's been really interesting.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's a really interesting modality. My one thing that it's always good to get, like, blood testing to back up the information just so you have, like, solid scientific facts to couple with the with the response testing.
2: For sure. And I think that any practitioner really should be looking at both of those things. Yeah. You know, I think that we have an acupuncturist and she's – I get my blood work done once, you know, a year and she wants to look at it because she wants to know how high my homocysteine is because of my MTHR deficiency. You know, it's like so – Anyone who's doing one thing should be having their eyes on multiple avenues, I think, if they're really, like, practicing truly holistically. But, again, if it's something that you're feeling interested in, that's where I say you should explore. You know, you're not interested in everything. When you have an interest, it's worth at least going to, like, a session for, and if it feels right to you in the moment – then continue and figure out a way to make it work for yourself. And if you go to it and you're like, this is stupid, I don't feel like this is going to work for me, then maybe it's not your lane. Word up. But I really like it. You know, I always mark my health by how much I'm shitting. And let me tell you, things are flowing, friends.
1: Love to know that. We got a a really nice email from a listener, Alexis, and I'm going to paraphrase it a bit. So she says... I feel like I have a million questions for you guys, but I'd really love to get your perspectives on creating a quote-unquote second life of sorts for yourselves. She says, I am 25 years old and I'm struggling to find my purpose in my career. I've never had my sights set on being a mom, so I've always thought that I'd find my identity in my career and hope to one day be running my own business, building your own brand, or creating something of my own as a full-time thing. I know you both started out doing different things, comedy and fashion, and have now pivoted into podcasting wellness content creator space among other side gigs, and I'm wondering if you have advice for a girl who perhaps is in her first life of her career, but wants to keep an open mind for what her second life might be. Well, honey. So much to say on this topic. First of
2: all, love you. You're so cute. Why are we concerned with what our second life is going to be when we have yet to unpack what our first life is, so to speak.
1: You well, know, I have things to say on that. I would say at twenty five, I was similar. I always knew that I wanted to create my own path, and at twenty five, I was in the depths of that doing a lot of different things to the point where if someone asked me what I did I would get like my chest would seize up because I didn't have a word for it because I felt like I was in this exploratory phase kind of taking whatever paycheck would come and just it was great and it was amazing it was a lot of like different various jobs that looked really cool on paper but if I'm being honest it was really challenging because I didn't really understand what everything was working towards. As I got, you know, further away from that and was able to dial more into what felt right and felt good, the only way to really find that, though, is to be trying all of those different things. In that experience of, like, not really scratching the itch of being like, this is... The thing that I'm meant to be doing, trying all those other things led me to what I was supposed to be doing. And also, I can look back on that and what seemed all these like random weird things. And now I had built all of this experience that I can now apply to what I'm doing. So, in the first life, try it all. Like, follow the call. Even if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Look at it as like you're building this experience resume from there. And you never
2: know how things are going to connect Exactly. Down the line. Like
1: Stephanie and I used to produce a comedy show. I never thought that we would then be doing our own live show with she and I on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like, but we did years of producing a show and this was predating that So Retrograde. So it was at the time, it didn't seem like it made any sense. It just was like an opportunity that felt right in that moment and now it's like, oh, I know how to put a show together. Right. So I would say relieve the stress at 25 of thinking that you have to have it together. No one ever has it together. Most people, like, my, my biggest advice is just to, like, st- even when you, quote, unquote, the people you would look at and say, like, have it together, struggles are always around. I also think the fact they are even questioning that at that age is... Something because some
2: people don't even have that, you know, realization until they're in their 40s. And what I said is just to say, like, exactly what you're saying don't worry about it. Like, just try stuff, experience stuff, have a job you think will be cool for a year. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Like, as long as you're working and having experiences and learning, there's nothing that you're doing wrong.
1: Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like build a resume, even if you don't know, like, paint a picture that you don't know what it's going to end up looking like, even if they look like random and unrelated. Totally.
2: Maybe that's even better because then your specialty and the thing that you ultimately like make yours, you know, in your 30s or in your 40s is like so specific because you're like, I was over here and I was over there and I was over here and now this is where I am. And it's all because of like those three random things.
1: Absolutely. So just keep going and don't feel like you have to have it figured out. Like maybe set little goals that are short term that don't have to be so big picture. And then it maybe will hopefully just, like, take some weight off your shoulders because you're doing great. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Okay. So, pause. Oh, pause. This actually works well because we're answering listener questions Mm -hmm. and we often get asked, for real, people are trying to find a cleaner deodorant option. Yeah. This has been a conversation we've been having for the past four and a half years on this show.
2: Yeah, ever since we found out that real deodorant is going to kill us all.
1: (laughs) We have discovered native deodorant. Big fans. That is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. It is filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, which is antimicrobial, shea butter, which is a moisturizer and an emollient, and tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. And is
2: also boba.
1: There's, exactly, <laughs> double your pleasure. There's no animal testing, and they offer free shipping in returns, and their scents are so yummy. Yes. I've said this once, I'll say it again, the Lavender Rose, I wear it as a perfume, and I'm not exaggerating.
2: And for me, I'm a coconut vanilla girl. And
1: it smells really good. It was
2: funny, because we both, we got the wrong ones. We,
1: I got... I got the wrong one, you got the wrong one, and then I was kind of like, ah, oh, coconut vanilla, it's not lavender rose. And I was like,
2: lavender rose, it's not coconut vanilla. <laughs> but I
1: actually liked the coconut vanilla Yeah, a I liked lot. the lavender too. It was too. very beachy. But we
2: still switch. We still switch. <laughs> <laughs> because we're like, our pheromones are different.
1: But I can't say enough good things. I My boyfriend uses it. And I use it, and it works for both of us. And if you don't
2: believe us, they have over 8,000 five star reviews. They have been featured on the Today Show, Women's Health, L, Good Morning America, Pop Sugar, Nylon, Hello Giggles, and That's So Retrograde.
1: Hell yeah. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit Native Deodorant, N A T I V E D E O D O R A N T, because I didn't know that. Anxiously awaiting the spelling of deodorant. I just (laughs) learned, you know? (laughs) Okay. Use promo code TSR. Uh huh. And you're off to the races.
2: Twenty percent off your first purchase. They also have two other uh, flavors. Don't like them. Cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus mint. If coconut vanilla or lavender are up your sleeve, I'm actually
1: really open to trying both of those. Me
2: too. I have a really like deep love for eucalyptus. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll we can split them, it. We we'll can split an order. In. That's uh, native Use promo code TSR for twenty percent off checkout. Just purchase it so we can keep running ads with them, and Elizabeth can keep spelling deodorant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now back to the combo.
2: So that's going to be all the questions that we have time for today because we have to get to our amazing conversation with our friend, the intelligent, funny, gracious, wonderful comedian that you know and love. It's Mystery Ian Edwards. So today on the show, we have a longtime comedy pal of mine. (laughs) Welcome.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all?
2: It's Ian Edwards, guys. He uh, is here to talk about his new special, Ian Talk. Uh Bill Burr presents Ian Talk, Uh Ideas Not Worth Spreading. Yeah. A comedy special in the form of a TED Talk.
0: Yeah. Which Uh,
2: I feel like is funny because a lot of people say that when they're bombing, and I've never (laughs) seen you bomb. (laughs) Well,
0: I didn't bomb. Definitely didn't bomb. I just want to clear that up. For sure. But, uh You know, the way I approach comedy and the way a lot of comics approach comedy is like they have topics that they turn on their head, which is what they do in TED Talks. And I figured, why not do that with each topic and adopt that format for the special? Plus, there's so many specials and the market is saturated. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something different and intriguing. So when people see the trailer, they hear about it, you know, that'll stay in their minds. Yeah. So you want to like... Just add layers to what you're doing so that it'll stick around longer. People start in their mind and people will talk about it and it'll live longer than it should, mm-hmm. you know, in the side guy. So whatever that is. Like if you watch mine, it'll be an experience yeah. that people will talk about. Right. Like uh, a lot of people like, uh, can you curse on this thing? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So a lot of people like shit on the Nanette one.
2: Is shit a curse? Because I feel like you can say it on network It's a television. baseline.
0: So what?
1: A baseline curse word. It it's is. like it's like neutral. But you can say it on like NBC. So 2019. I mean, it's, We're it's that's, that's
0: just the first curse word. I'm, right. I'm warming up. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's one of my yoga stretching curse words. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you don't don't do splits right away. <laughs> you work your way up to it. True, true, true.
2: Yeah. Okay. Stretching.
0: But her her special to me is not known for being funny.
2: Who's special? Nanette's. Oh, And her oh, name is not it's Anna Anna, Gatsby. Anna,
0: Anna Gatsby. Yeah. All yeah. right. Did you yeah. guys see that?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah? But it I'll never forget that I saw it right? just because of how it was structured, how it was set up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, and I think people are talking about those things more than comedy now in a comedy special. Mm. So I still want it to be hilarious, but just have something added to it. You know, that's just, you just have to these days.
1: Besides that intention, I'm curious about what the process is, the creative process for you. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of person that needs to like, remove themselves from their day-to-day and, like, go full in? Or is it building slowly over time? Are there any practices you do to kind of get your head in the game to focus on what you want the special to be like?
0: Well, one thing that I did do is, like, so it's a Bill Burr Presents, right? Mm -hmm. So,
1: Who, if you guys don't know who Bill Burr is, he's...
0: Just stop listening to the podcast right now. He's a
1: wonderful comic. (laughs) He's like a (laughs) comics comic. I feel like so many of the comics that I know cite Bill as one of their favorites. Right. So for it's sure. a huge accolade to be under that umbrella. It's okay, very for cool. for sure,
0: for sure. And uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Creative process. It? Oh, the creative Sorry process. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just going to keep it real. I forgot. <laughs> uh, first of all, it smells great in here.
1: Thank uh, you. Between
0: you two, uh what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like if you guys walk by flowers, the flowers will bend over and smell you. <laughs> That's how good you guys oh smell. Oh my god, I love that. that. Thank That's you. It's real talk. But uh I was going to do the special before Bill attached himself to it. So my process was quit all my writing jobs and just start doing shows. Like, I'd saved enough money to afford to do stand-up. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was like just going to Vegas, doing a comedy cellar, doing spots around here, or any little shitty gig. Not even shitty, just, you know, maybe they don't pay as much as a writing job, but the process was just like, I was going to pay for it myself. So at first, so it was like, I have to, if I'm gonna put money into me, the product that I'm gonna put out has to be as well honed as possible. Mm. So I started that. And then I guess in the middle of the year, Bill hit me up, and my agent hit me up, and they asked me if I wanted to be a part of his three special deal, and now you're gonna get paid. So I was like, yeah. Bet. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I, I, the thing is, I was just on my way to doing it anyway, and it wasn't like, I was writing on a show. I turned down a writing job earlier in the year because I knew I was going to do the special. So I didn't have to like, shit, they give me this opportunity, but I'm not ready for it. I'm not in a writer's room, like, and I don't have to now, I don't have to wait until this show is over in December. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, you know, I was just I just freed myself up for it. So that was the process. Free myself up for it and then throw myself into it.
2: I actually love that, making space. So it's worth mentioning because you're talking about it as though we know and we've said it, which is our bad. But you have been working as a writer for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too long. Ian has Mm -hmm. this, Ian. Yeah,
0: two years. (laughs) Ian is
2: the ageless man of Hollywood. He will never, I've literally tried to ask you how old you are (laughs) for a decade and you will never tell me, which is amazing.
0: We look the same age, Steph. It's a compliment. Wow.
2: <laughs> okay. She's offended. Offensive. She's <laughs> offended. Because <laughs> <laughs> I roughly
0: know how old you are, and I think that's rude. So no, no, he means
1: like you look the same age that you did 10 years ago. Oh, and so does oh you. I thought he. meant we look the same
0: age. <laughs> well, you both haven't aged. I don't know Thank what you're doing. You.
2: So I love that you decided to say, okay, this is my income stream. This is the thing that I've been doing consistently for mm-hmm. X amount of years, and I'm going to put myself first in terms of like my full creativity. Right. What are some of the shows that you've written on for for our lovely uh, listeners?
0: Just, just, Rattle off a couple. Just, Ian. just, <laughs> just blackish. Ooh, Carmichael show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been so many I forget. Wow. Uh, Jesus, uh, crashing
2: mm. friends
0: from college.
2: These are all really good shows. And,
0: uh, yeah, some other shows.
2: Wow. So you did your TED talk, and I loved how you used like the presentation, like the clicker. Uh-huh. So funny. Oh, thanks. Your style of comedy is so chill.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I, is this like adapted over the years? Like how have we gotten to this place of where you're like, because I feel like when people first start comedy, they're so anxious to like get their things right. out and you just like sit back and it's just such a beautiful thing to watch.
0: Well, like you said earlier that you saw me, first time you saw me yeah. on that Def Jam take, Def Jam. Right? You had the so, long dreadlocks. Long dreads dogs. and I was hyper. Yeah. Right? And I was yelling. Yeah. And that was fear. You know, mm-hmm. that was like I was raised in a New York comedy environment where it's rough and you got to jump on the audience and scare them, but also make them laugh so that they wouldn't like start heckling and attack you. Right. So that was where that style was from. Mm-hmm. And then, I
1: call that genre scream comedy. Yeah, scream comedy or
0: <laughs> or self-defense comedy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Judo comedy. <laughs> Judo comedy, <laughs> jiu-jitsu. you just not... You still want to get, you've been booed before. Mm-hmm. It's not happening again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a challenge. You don't want none of this. Commanding the Commanding
2: attention. Commanding
0: the attention and the stage. And then, so that's how I was. Mm-hmm. And then, but I always wanted to really be me. And then I got older too, you know what I mean? More mature. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want to be, I know you can't be the best you can be unless you bring your offstage self on stage. And then, then I just started to just do that more, and then lean into that. And uh, I guess now, um, and I guess even then, but now for sure, I'm more laid back, and I just want to do comedy. And, it, and you can be effective like that.
2: But I mean, it takes a lot to get there. Like, you're kind of saying it like it's like this easy kind of choice. We're like, well, I'm just going to no, be my offstage self on stage and like that. And But, you know, it takes a lot to get to that place. Right. How are you like calming yourself down or working yourself into a place where you could even like apply that?
0: Well, I always wanted to be a really good comic, mm-hmm. right? And so my favorite comics I could tell that they were themselves right and I used to watch a lot of their comedy when I started so somehow that stuck stood in the back of my mind so no matter what I was doing to survive at first there came a point in time when you just have to make a choice right some comics do and some comics don't plus comedy is like it's not just comedy it's also life mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like if you have a job or you have a career, you have a family or you're in a relationship, that relationship is supposed to help you grow into a better version of you. Right. And so is comedy. So
2: ideally, but I don't ide- necessarily ideally. see that happening
0: yeah, but a lot. Y- y- right. <laughs> but that's what anything you do is supposed to do. Right. It's supposed to and it doesn't always work out, but do you have choices on each section of the road of your journey? And you have to like, all right, now it's time to make that choice. Now it's time to make this choice. Now it's time to make that choice to lead you to the best version of you and to maximize the amount of fun. And then if you make the choices that you feel are tough, then you'll be better afterwards. Okay, so yeah. what's
2: an example of like a tough choice that you had to make along the way?
0: Uh, Just not yelling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, right.
0: Because yelling was working.
2: Was somebody right. telling I, you that or was it your feeling inside?
0: My feeling inside. Interesting. And then I remember... I was in a van with some comics on the way back from a, sh- a road show when I was in New York and uh we were like criticizing other comics and it was talking about it was all black comics that were in the van and then on the way they were talking about one comic had all these black people white people do this white people do that right. type of joke. Sure. And then I was like I'm um, thank God I don't and then they looked at me and said, yes, you do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then
0: they went through my act and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. They turned it I, on you. I, I, I do have those jokes. Mm-hmm. And then I just had to stop doing them. And those were like great crutches, great moments of laughter in my act. But I had to like throw them out because that's not the type of comic that I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's, there's little things and big things, you know, throughout the whole way.
2: Just asking yourself to challenge yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is humongous.
0: Yeah. Like a friend of mine, Steve Henry, he was like, he likes golf and he likes comedy because they both keep you honest because you have to admit if you do good and you have to admit if you do bad so that you can make things better if you do bad. Some comics, you know, they don't always admit that they did bad and they continue their bad habits. Right. I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I, yeah. There's like,
2: I'm crushing. No, stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, those those people. The
2: fucking psychos. <laughs> it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> like, you, you didn't hear that silence? Yeah. Apparently not. No. Yeah.
2: But also, you're someone that I I feel like we've always maintained a relationship because you're not toxic. Right. And I think that in that world, like we've talked about this on the show so many times, like a big reason why I kind of stepped back from comedy mm. is because it was making me, really sad and oh, right. there's so much toxicity like in that environment. What was making you sad? I think the lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Number one like I I was just tired and like unwell from like being up at night right. and like the constant like needing to like churn things out and the, the, the psychology of the immediate gratification right. was like not good for me right. necessarily and also just like the people like it's fucking a, like we're so lucky because we're cultivating health and healing and goodness and like lightness. And I feel like there's, I love comedy so much. I mean,
0: it led you to this. It did. And that's
2: why I'm so grateful for it, but I couldn't stay in it because I was like unable to access like the brighter parts of myself. If I continuously put myself in that world.
0: Well, you know, what happened to you is kind of like what I was saying, like we're on this merry-go-round called comedy, Yeah. but everybody has to know when to get on, when to stay on or when to get off mm-hmm. or oh that's my stop right there
2: right mm-hmm. and it's like
0: you get, like saw your stop and you have your friend right here mm-hmm. and you, you got off together and headed in this direction mm-hmm. and that's good intuition and instinct yeah and then there was no guarantee in this podcast being what it is now no but you nothing stopped you you just went on and did it and totally that's, and that's just the beauty of like growing in life you know through comedy into this and wherever this takes you
2: Hey, let's take a little time out. T.O. Just to shout out and show some love to uh, some of the people that make this show possible. Who we're so grateful to.
1: First on the docket today, Daily Harvest. Oh, guys, we love them. Have you tried them yet? Really helping me out in a pinch these days. Oof. If you aren't familiar,
2: Daily Harvest delivers thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted food that is built on fruits and vegetables and can be prepared in less than five minutes. They have 65 different options brag about it sorry they never (laughs) stop they've got their ready to blend smoothies
1: refreshing chilled soups savory harvest bowls i mean i've been on a harvest bowl tip lately Ooh, loving adding a little bone broth to it Mm -hmm. so trendy Mm -hmm. and some fresh herbs yep lickety split you've got a meal (laughs) <laughs> feeling good, feeling grand and it was just like I opened my freezer and I was like, "Oh yeah, I've got this."
2: Yeah, it's like honestly that moment where you're feeling like what am I going to have? What am I I don't want to cook. It's hot out, I'm tired. And you're just like, oh, wait, someone's already literally done all of the work for me. And the
1: smoothies. I love how when you pour it into the um, blender from the cup, you can see the different layers of all all the accoutrement.
2: It's very Instagrammable, dare I say.
1: Dare you say it. I said it. And also, it's just a nice little thing. I said a message from someone that says, like, well, how do you feel about the, like, cup in the waste on that. For me, I cook it or like if I'm doing a bowl or if I'm doing it in the blender, pour it back in the cup and then you like have it on the go.
2: That's genius. Come on. Yeah, I love that.
1: Multi-purpose. I love Nothing that. Nothing
2: goes to waste. So true. We don't like that. So you guys, if you haven't tried Daily Harvest yet, obviously we're huge fans
1: and they've given us a promo
2: code. A cute
1: little thing. If you go over to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code retrograde, you're going to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code retrograde for $25 off your first box. Head over there,
2: you guys. You won't regret it. Hello.
1: What's your advice to someone who is wants to pursue a creative passion as their profession but feels uh, uneasy about a choice like that? Because it, it is...
0: Why did they uneasy?
1: Um, I think it's because it's like jumping
2: without a net. Yeah.
0: Jumped Maybe right. they
2: were conditioned to think they needed to have, like, stability.
0: Right, right, yeah. I would just say go for it, like, 100%. Like, I just don't think the anything can stop you from doing something that you want to do so bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to put the energy into stopping you that you'll put into making what you want to happen happen. So, and I think the more you head in the direction you want to go things also fall into place that you didn't plan on and they'll help you along the way mm-hmm. and so it's just like like there's just so like, like there's so many people we knew came out here slept in their car had no place yeah and they they have on my money couch. now <laughs> lived on your couch <laughs> like, yeah. and then you got your own shit going now yeah. and and this person has that thing and you know i I might have this thing this person and it's like ian's
2: it, a homeowner it's not a big deal
0: yeah you know I'm taking care of a plumbing problem at my house right now. Wow, you know you've made it (laughs) when
1: You follow your dreams, you too will have a problem with indoor plumbing.
0: Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Like, you attract it.
0: Yeah, you attract it, yeah. But you know, yeah, you guys know the whole deal. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I want this. Just head in that direction. It's like, who's going to stop you? You just got to believe it and just hopefully you believe it so much you don't even see what the issues could be or the things that might stop you. And you don't let them bug you, you just focus yeah. on the goal. And then you get there, like, oh shit, how the fuck did I get here?
1: Like and quieting w- the fear. I would always, mm-hmm. when when I was doing my career transition into into this line of work, I would always just, when I was like talking to the universe a little, I would just be like, show me this is the right move, show me this is the right mm-hmm. move. And things would always, I'd always get like a little ping, a little mm-hmm. sign.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was
1: cool still get them yeah still ask for them but that's the, the thing time. it's like an ongoing thing like mm-hmm. the more that
2: you grow into what you're doing the more that you want to do more and there's new challenges it's right. not like it fucking stops so true you're right. not like oh now even the most successful people that we all know are like have that moment like what am I going to do next like I don't want to stay still I right. need to keep challenging myself or stay inspired and it's you know if you're looking for someone to give you permission or push you it's really not going to happen I don't think so nope. true
0: and especially like the way the world is structured, shit changes every minute. Like there might be a new medium after podcast. Mm-hmm. You might have to jump on that shit. VR yeah, baby. I might have to jump VR. <laughs> VR's here. Come meditate with us, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> All right. in virtual reality. <laughs> actually, I'm I thinking about I had that. About that dope. And that's
2: actually really. Reggie Watts where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> he's That's designing so all sorts of VR. I did I played his VR. He has like a VR dance game.
0: Oh, get out. Where of you here. put on
2: the headset and you have these things in your hands and mm-hmm. you go into this like club and he's the like head DJ <laughs> and that you can like so point the thing. You can point these little like wands. Wherever you oh, want right. to go in the game, and then it like transports you there. So like one time you'll be on like a stage, you go over there, and then you're like upside down on stairs. It's like the fucking future. wild. You never
1: have to leave the house. Amazing. Yeah, we never
0: <laughs> yeah, leave the go. house or interact <laughs> with each have other. You have food delivered.
2: <laughs> you don't have to do shit. <laughs> you eat real food. In <laughs> I the have fake groceries club. delivered. <laughs> I want to know about your like centering practices. Again, like I feel, I mm. know that your chillness is like natural, <laughs> but I know you're doing something.
0: Uh, no, I used to play soccer. Okay. So that was more meditative than I gave it credit for. Okay. And then sometimes, like I didn't meditate today, but I did yesterday. And sometimes I have good, like, spurts, streaks, streaks yeah. meditation streaks. And sometimes I don't. And Same. Then, uh, but I do listen to something at night, like one of those meditation things. Like if I'm alone to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, it's funny, sometimes like... If I'm dating someone and they're there, I'm like, I wish they weren't so I could put the thing on and go to sleep.
2: But that's part you know? of, um, mm-hmm. I actually have a big fear of that as mm-hmm. far as like getting into a relationship is concerned. Right. And I'm like, okay, I just cultivated like deep balance.
1: Uh-huh. And what if someone's in
2: my yeah. home? But
1: if they're meant to be in your life, they're going to accentuate that balance and not detract. But you don't know that until they knock you off your
0: But the only way to test then, your balance right, is, is to put too- yourself yeah. in a situation... To see, and then if it's not, then you, you so reconfigure true.
2: it. I like when you have a girlfriend.
0: You do? Why? I don't
2: know. I think it's really sweet. <laughs> I just want you to be with someone. <laughs> so I think you're like a really good guy, and I just want you oh, to be with you. someone. Yeah, I mean... Not that that makes your life better, guys. I, I'm, I'm just
0: No, I'm, I'm just happy either way. Right. So, like, I'm, you know, I think the last time, maybe, like, it's just, I'm happy either way, so mm-hmm. anybody that I'm going to date, it's just got to add to it right and then i'm good with them and good without them so that means i can tell them the honest horrible truths and we could figure things out or not figure things out and then there's no loss either way right so that's that's where i'm at
2: ian edwards not codependent
0: Try not to respect
2: that's really good tell
1: our listeners the name of the special
0: it's uh Bill Burr presents Ian Talk. So funny. Ideas not worth listening to. Like <laughs> Comedy Central. Go to Comedy Central website and... Uh,
2: Figure out how to log in.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't have cable and you can't put in a the provider, there's a 24-hour pass. So you can actually put it in and watch it right there.
2: Wonderful. Yeah. I missed that. I didn't find that. <laughs> I know a lot
0: of people didn't see it. Yeah. So now like I just tell people.
2: Watch Ian. He unpacks things in the funniest way. He's such a joy. And if you are in L.A., go see him live.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Comedy Store,
2: Laugh Factory, Improv.
0: Uh Yeah, all those places. Or
2: on the road, you got a website?
0: Yeah, ianedwardscomedian.com.
2: Okay. And
0: I actually got some dates up there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Perfect. Great.
2: I love it. Thank you
1: so much, Uh, Ian. Thank
0: you. My pleasure.
2: Later. Namaste.
0: Namaste. (laughs) Namaste.
1: Today's Roses and Thorns is brought to you excitedly, because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. By Wander Beauty. Hey! Because, um, as you may have heard on this program, I might have mentioned it, mm. I had some serious issues on my face. I don't remember this. And I haven't. And <laughs> couldn't wear makeup ...for kind of a long time. Yeah. And I'm back to wearing makeup. Yay. And I'm so happy to report that Wander Beauty is not irritating me in the slightest. I've got eye makeup on. Yep. It's so exciting. I'm
2: so happy for you. I'm obsessed with this brand, too. I honestly cannot get enough.
1: They're packed with skin-loving ingredients in all of the products, and they're multi-purpose. So you can have one or two things in your bag... You know, I love a cute little purse. Mm -hmm. I can really only pick like three items if I'm going out. I never go out without... Keeping a little makeup with me,
2: right? Um, never, I, even when you weren't never. wearing it, you had it like a, had a safety it blanket.
1: I see that you have the dual um, concealer illuminating. Listen to this little sound effect. Ooh, it's so good. It's so cool because so what I like
2: to do is that you like to use the little top one as like my around the nose under the eye, mm-hmm. and, and then that's if, more of like a cream foundation stick. Yeah, concealer. and then the bottom one is like the it's very luminous. What is the what is the name of this exact illuminating liquid like concealer? So that's more for like a, a blemish or an imperfection. Um see
1: I, I do it a little differently. Really? You do so the opposite? I'll do the concealer stick and I'll put it like under my eyes, kind of on my T zone all around. Uh-huh. And then I use the like concealer. It's like more of it's almost like a tint as opposed to like a like a deep pigment. See. And then I put that around and then I use the brush. The brush I, and then I just, like, get in there. Guys. It, like, all blends together. I
2: think what we're really saying is that the Wander Beauty experience is a real choose-your-own-adventure. It's
1: choose-your-own-adventure. Choose and I do want to quickly shout out the exquisite eye liquid shadow because I literally had to stop wearing eyeshadow. Yeah. Your girl loves a, a sparkle. Is that what you're wearing eyeshadow. now? Yeah. It looks really good. I'm wearing the shade Champagne Falls. Ooh. And it's, again, I really like it. It's in a liquid. It's in a tube. You don't have to worry about it getting all over. And it's not creasing or doing something no, weird on your it's lid. it's like working. Yeah. It's, it's great. And to say that I haven't had like any eye rashes or any irritation, is so exciting. Yeah. I can't even explain it. So, if you guys want to head over to com, that's W A N D E R, beauty.com slash retrograde, you'll get 20% off your entire order.
2: Just honestly fill your basket. With everything you think you might want and yeah. don't look and back. And maybe
1: we'll throw on Instagram, like, what's in both of our bags. Yeah. Because, like, that's We're both that's
2: clutching our lip oil <laughs> right now. We didn't even get to oh, talk yeah. about that, but we're both holding on to the it. The like, skinny
1: dip lip oil. Like, I have someone's going to take
2: it away from us. And
1: it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Lips pop in I maybe. like that it's,
2: like, color, but also actually truly, like, moisturizing. Yeah. Anyways, we're obsessed, you guys. It's <laughs> wonderbeauty.com slash retrograde. You'll get 20% off. Go to it now.
1: Let's get to Roses and Thorns. Roses. My rose is going to be all of the questions we got. Okay. That we continue to get. We next week is another listener generated episode around feng shui, uh-huh. everyone's favorite topic. Ooh,
2: feng shui, baby. So we're excited Inside, about that. outside, home, car, spirit. Let's fucking clear this shit out.
1: And my rose or my thorn is, you know, the past month has been a really nice adventure in my car. Sirius XM had Madame X Radio, mm. which was a Madonna all the time radio 24-7. As soon as it was here, it was gone. It's gone? <laughs> they took it off. Why? And my summer joy has dissipated along with it was it just an experiential i think it was just experimental promo- it was just in promotion of her, the madamex album i
2: liked that station there should always I be a madonna station, station. there were like
1: the deepest cuts how is there
2: not always a madonna station that doesn't I know, make any really,
1: sense it, honestly i got in my car on monday morning of this week and i was like oh man if there's a bruce
2: springsteen station there should be a madonna station Madonna is the Bruce Springsteen of gays and girls everywhere. Exactly. Of
1: really the serious sex M audience. Dare I say? So that is my thorn. Um, Am I the only person that was listening to this? No, I was, it was listening to it. So good. I, I got there. I was there for it. it Made me sad when they got rid of it. But that's okay.
2: Say la vie. C'est la vie. Um, is that, or is La
1: that? Isla Bonita,
2: as she would say. <laughs> um, I have two roses. Number one, um, guys. Uh, are we doing? Are we? Are we practicing breath work? Are we? Are we out there doing our breathing exercises? Cause I went to. Not only did we work with Katie Kylie in Arizona, but then I went to another breath work class with this woman named Rebecca for Alexandra Chando's birthday. And now I'm just like craving another breath work experience. The BW. I feel like I've unlocked some sort of like channel of of just like deep release and opening getting
1: high on your own supply yeah and my
2: supply is fucking rich okay and I just want to get back to it and so my rose is that my thorn is that the class I wanted to go to tonight is waitlisted
1: what class is that? it's at the den Okay. And who's teaching it?
2: this woman Rebecca oh okay and I don't want to be gauche and <laughs> asked to be taken off the wait list. So I'm just being cool about it. And we've
1: done a few episodes on breathwork. Yeah.
2: But this one is Anybody's- a different one than I've experienced. Um this is more of the like
1: <gasps> Yeah, like more of a Kundalini. <sighs> like the experience. deeper one. Yeah, where you yeah. get
2: really high and you turn into like a weird lobster. Yeah. I'm so into that. It's great. Um and then I also started rereading um The Untethered Soul because it came up and I was talking about it and then Kelsey told me to reread it and then I was just like, I need to reread this book. So sometimes it's good to just read one of the books that got you to where you are today. And if you guys haven't read Untethered Soul... It's really good. Since like
1: Matlins bought that one for me years ago. It's
2: wonderful. When I
1: was going through some career stuff.
2: Yeah, it's a great it's a great book. I would I would highly recommend for anyone who just feels like they want to like, you know. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but there's a certain chapter that I was like, I think I should revisit this.
1: Bits and Paces. Exactly.
2: And um other watching or reading recommendations are years and years on HBO. If you want something that's gonna make you think and also make you ugly cry, highly recommend. And
1: I really enjoyed the the JFK Jr. doc.
2: Oh, uh, oh yeah,
1: that was great. Girl, so, there we go.
2: I, that was a full ugly, ugly cry for me as well.
1: What a well-rounded episode we yeah. have for you guys today. We hope you Lot enjoyed happening. it. Lot happening. Lot happening. We're still getting our, our feedback
2: after the retrograde. It's a, it's a shadow. We're figuring it out.
1: We're so thankful to all of you for joining us. If you feel the call to do so. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes.
2: I'm going to do the classic late night television show sign off. All right. Perfect. Paper. (laughs) Paper slamming. Um, We love you guys and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Yes, that's a retrograde.